Welcome back, everyone, to the Mid-Level Show. This is the show where we get the mid-levels of performance medicine together, all in one place in this new virtual environment, uh, talking about this week's Dictations episode and Doctor's Note written by Dr. Rogers. And, and I'm just, I'm super excited to be here. This is a, this is going to be a fun one. Uh, it's on an interesting topic and, and one that, uh, to be honest, and you guys can, can jump in here in a, in a second. I, I haven't heard him talk too much about iodine. And, and that's the subject today. But before we get into that, I'm just going to introduce our, our, our cast because uh, I'm just so pumped that these guys are on our team. Uh, and I'm so excited that, that they take the time out uh, of their day. We record on Thursdays um, to, to record this and, and give their insight. We've got Amber Butler in our Kingsport office. We've got Fran Wilson in our Johnson City office. We have Kara Cairns in our Knoxville office. And then, of course, we have Andy Rogers, who's in Johnson City and our Kingsport office. Uh, guys, welcome to welcome back to the show. Thank you for being here. And, and I'm just going to start us off. This week's dic- Dictations episode was on iodine. And Dr. Rogers mentioned a book that was brought to him by, by Fran. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with, with Fran just... How how did iodine get on your radar? Um, you know, and you don't have to go into specifics in the book, but how 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 did that whole interaction between you and Dr. Rogers go? Um, well, I don't know how the interaction. I just left the book on his desk, but um, <laughs> there was real. <laughs> said you should read this, but um, I got interested in iodine when my mother was diagnosed with breast cancer, and. I, I just started researching it and trying to figure out everything that was out there that might help. And I ran into studies that said, you know, there were some studies that said it can actually shrink tumors. No, I don't, I don't want to give any advice on what you should do, you know, if you have breast cancer, but there was stuff about iodine being very beneficial. And then I started taking it for um, fibrocystic breasts. And it really decreased that kind of lumpy bumpiness that I got and the pain that I got before I would get my periods. So it worked fantastic for me for fibrocystic breasts. And I've, I've been on it for years and it's, it's just been a wonderful thing. I also had read a lot about how beneficial it can be to the thyroid. And I always thought, well, I'm a little hypothyroid, a little iodine wouldn't hurt. Um, so I've, I've been really happy with the supplement. Do you, do you um, mind uh, me asking, Fran, what what iodine supplement you're taking? Um, just I take of... Iodoral. Um, it's one of the ones that's actually mentioned in that book, um, Dr. Brownstein's book. And I take um, I take 12.5 milligrams, which is actually 833% the daily value. But I haven't had any issues. And do you um, mind me asking, um, did you self-supplement? I mean, was there any concern? Are there any concerns about just going to the store? Because I know he mentioned, like, if, for certain people, you shouldn't just put yourself on this. But you were aware that you were a little hypothyroid. And was there any concern about starting it? Did you have any um, side effects or anything? Or how did you go about putting yourself on a supplement? No, I I always have treated myself with whatever. But um <laughs> I, I just read about it and I just decided I would try it and see how I felt. And I did not, you know, I didn't get my levels tested ahead of time, but it's like 90% of the population is deficient. So I figured I'm probably in that 90%. Um, so I, I did not go about it scientifically. I just thought I'll try this and see if it works. 
Yeah. And it worked. I had tried eliminating caffeine and that didn't go well. Um, that never goes well for me. <laughs> Every time I try that, you know, I kind of like a little bit of caffeine. So, and you know, it's something said, well, if you eliminate saturated fat, fibrocystic breast disease will, will stop, but you know, that didn't work either. So, so this worked. And which is study of one. with his note that shared about how iodine being um, concentrated in the breast and ovary, I think it's ovaries, which I did not know. You know, I've always thought iodine thyroid. So that was interesting to me. Plus the fact that apparently fluoride and chlorine, which my children had a disappointment on Tuesday and they were like, fluoride on your kids' teeth? I'm like, absolutely, yes. And then I come home, read the doctor's note and about passed out. So <laughs> Uh, I'm, I got to do some more research on that because I've always thought fluoride and teeth were a good combo. So this kind of has um, complicated my teeth cleaning routine. These doctors, well, these doctors note make it, they make life complicated. Turn my world upside down. <laughs> Andy, go well, ahead. I also, it, it makes me think about what's actually being fortified in like, like fluoride in the water and then B vitamins in cereals and then iodine in salt. So it's almost like we're trying to get rid of deficiencies by adding nutritional uh, nutrients into foods that we're already eating. So I never thought the thing I learned from school was iodines and salts. So developed countries are more often not going to have thyroid issues like other countries are, but I feel like that may not be the case if we're not getting enough iodine and also too most of us might have deficiencies i thought it was i thought it was pretty cool i didn't know that about fluoride because i always thought fluoride you got white teeth if you've had fluoride and i've seen kids it's probably about 10 years ago um i stayed with the family out in arizona where they did not have fluoride in the water and the kids teeth didn't look like they had fluoride in it so right. i always thought that that was a good thing a qu quick note on the fluoride. Um, I've I, I've been using Tom's, uh, and I'm sure Andy's has seen that um, in Dr. <laughs> Rogers' uh, cabinet. Uh, but but Tom's toothpaste is is fluoride free, and that's what I've been using. Um, not that I'm any sort of example when it comes to uh, taking care of your teeth. So I, I don't know if I'd follow that, Amber. <laughs> but. <laughs> But, uh, but hey, Kara, let's jump into you. I, before we started recording, you had a bunch of vitamins in front of you. Uh, talk yeah. to us a little bit about, you know, what you took from the note. Um, well, the, um, he was talking about one third of the world's population lives where there's iodine deficiency, but, you know, we talk about, you know, Oh, watch your sodium in your diet. You know, we have patients with, um, you know, swelling, heart disease, you know, the, Oh, watch your sodium, you know, and then, then you end up being um, deficient, you know, with iodine, but we have the triple action thyroid, if y'all can see that. And I was looking at it, this is a micrograms. So it has um, um, some other ingredients in it too. And then also too, some uh, selenium. This is something we just got in the super selenium uh, complex. Some people um, will eat just, um, you know, a Brazil nut or two a day, but for those people that don't like, um, you know, Brazil nuts, then this is a good way to get your selenium in. So well, there's, there's um, definitely, and like Fran has a very good one, she said was mentioned in the book. So definitely a pharmacy grade um, uh, supplement for absorption. Well, what's in the, the triple action thyroid, Kara? Because um, I know he did mention selenium in this note, along with uh, mm -hmm. magnesium. Uh, what's in that triple action thyroid? 
vitamin A, B12, iodine, magnesium, and um, L-tyrosine. Um, so anyway, yeah, it's, it's um, but it sounds like um, there's 350 micrograms, which is 233% of the daily value. So I think there's probably more in, in France. What's yours, France? A lot more. There's 833%. It's 12.5 milligrams. Okay. Um, and then um, the selenium, this is um, vitamin E and selenium. So, um, but anyway, if you're looking for some ideas to get some um, more iodine in your diet, you know, if you're trying to cut back on your salt, he had mentioned like the Himalayan salt and, you know, things like that. So, and you can also get it from more natural sources like kelp, um, sea iodine. Say, more say that one more time. Have. You, you can get it from natural sources like kelp and sea, sea iodine. Some yeah. of the shellfish actually have iodine. And, and do you guys know, um, you know, one like uh, Kara, I believe, just mentioned the Himalayan salt. And then, you know, Andy was talking about um, salt intake um, with you know, uh, in underdeveloped countries, uh, w did they, w salt, iodine was not always in salt. Am I, am I wrong on that? I don't think it was. No, it's been added to salt, iodine, iodized salt. So they added it to it so that we could have it in there without us replacing otherwise. If you add it in the salt, then you are automatically get it. Kind of like with kids eating fortified B vitamins and cereal, they're going to have cereal anyways, so they're fortifying that food with vitamins. Two, it makes me think, I just finished a book called The Doritos Effect, which was unreal, and it was kind of scary because food is not the real food that we used to have 60, 70 years ago, which I feel like is why we have, the, like getting it from the natural stuff may be tough to find where uh, food is losing its nutrient value as well. And they've looked at what broccoli has now versus what it had in the 1940s. And it's half of the vitamins that it normally had a real head of broccoli versus a real head of broccoli. So our world's just changing. So I feel like that's too, that's why I believe in vitamins and supplements. I feel like we don't get them even from the natural foods that we're eating too. Yeah. And for, and for those listening out there, Andy did a, a wonderful episode of Carb Watch on the Dorito effect that uh, I would encourage everyone to go watch because it's super, it really is super interesting. One of the things you mentioned there was uh, food and flavoring. Um, and, you know, it's just such a big deal how they can make, you know, anything taste a certain way. And your, your brain is telling you that you're getting something that you're actually not. And, uh, so anyway, it, for the people out there who have not seen that or listened to it, uh, please go out there and do that. It'll really help you choose your food more more wisely. Um, and, and and I know you know we're we're not going to get too much into checking levels, but but just for everyone out there, it's important that you you don't just hop on iodine. Um, and that's something that he was very clear about. And you do need to see uh, kind of where you're at or talk to somebody about this. But it's just. This note, you know, I, I get a lot of emails after we send out uh, the doctor's note in Performance Weekly, and, and this was one that really connected with people in a way that's like, hey, that sounds a lot like me. Um, and I think part of that was, was with, you know, the thyroid um, interaction and how, you know, you know thyroid uh, and underactive, or is it overactive or, or underactive? You guys tell me. Hypo. 
hypo, how that's such a big under, thing. Underactive. Uh, an underactive thyroid. And then he mentions, you know, goiters, um, you know, and as Amber was saying with uh, how this was more prevalent um, in women because of its concentration in, in the ovaries, breast, and in the, in the uterus. Uh, it's just super, super fascinating. Um, and do you guys have anything else that you picked up from this that, that you think would be valuable to the, the people listening to the show on, on iodine or, or, you know, the, what Andy was talking about with, you know, food and flavoring. Um, he did mention, you know, you, you do need to watch your toxic exposure, um, chlorine. And I think he said chloride and it was bromine or bromide were the two halogens that, attack the thyroid so um or attach to it in fluoride watch your toxic exposure because it does have an effect and like you were mentioning I, i've always used um non-fluoridated toothpaste for my teeth um just and i have a whole house dechlorinator on my water just so i don't have that constant exposure it, it does make a difference and iodine can be protective because it's going to take up one or the other. And I think, and, and you guys can, can, um, can piggyback on this. He mentions in there that, you know, we live in a toxic world. And, and I think that's what, what Fran's getting at. Um, are there any other, you know, areas that, that, that are super practical for people to limit uh, toxins in their life? You know, it doesn't have to be, you know, deal with iodine necessarily. Uh, anybody jump in there on just, you know, how to practical stuff that you've either done your own life or, you know, talk to patients about for either getting rid of toxins in your immediate environment or, um, or something along those lines. Um, I, I do. It's, it's not going to be a popular opinion though. Alcohol, (laughs) alcohol is a toxin. I'm sorry. It is. It's, it's, it's ethanol. It's, 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 it's not really good for you. So we tend to say, I did a carb watch on it with, with what's really good out of alcohol. And, you know, people tout red wine is good. Resveratrol. Resveratrol, yes. <laughs> Any evidence in it. But too, that's something that is a very commonly used drug, daily drug for a lot of people. And it technically is, is, can be easily become a toxin. So it's not popular. It's something I'm, I'm not giving up. I love it. <laughs> but, but too, I feel like we often can over, we can overdo that. And that's an easy one to overdo. He does also talk about fake sugar. He talks about Splenda. Splenda is chlorinated sugar is what he says. So that's an easy one to cut out. Use a different type. If you're going to use a fake sugar, don't use Splenda. And the book, the Doritos effect talks about not using Stevia either. So, uh, it's just, it's interesting. I do think, A, too, I think it's important for listeners. From what Fran said, she had added iodine and made it, felt a change. She's not having the fibrocystic changes in the breast from having iodine. Have a goal. I think it's nice to have a goal in mind of what are you trying to fix with this addition if you do add it. So you and, know you're doing something. And if you do add it and you're on thyroid medicine, you do need to be careful because you may need less thyroid medication. And And I think he he kind of mentioned that you have to be careful. Um, And I guess if you're on some of the potassium sparing diuretics and you don't want to take too much, which is why he advises testing. There's certain people who should not go on iodine. 
And on that note about testing, and I had mentioned this before we started recording, and I was like, I don't think I'm going to go into it because I'm not extremely well-versed, but I looked it up to make sure it was still a thing. Um, we used to t tell patients to do this, and I haven't in a while. I haven't talked to Dr. Rogers about this, so I may need to like self-correct later, but a very crude test that you can kind of just see, is iodine even an issue for me where I should go in and be tested? Um uh, is called like a, I want to say a patch iodine test. So basically it's where you're going to get a solution or a little tincture of iodine and the orange solution, not the clear one. You're going to paint a three inch square on your abdomen, inner thigh or inner forearm um, and allow it to dry before touching anything. And then basically you're just watching that for 24 hours to see how fast does your body absorb iodine. Now, like I said, this is a crude test, but if it's still there within 24 hours, that's a good sign that your iodine levels are okay. For people who are just very um, deficient, it's going to absorb super quickly. Um, not to replace that. The best testing, I think if you did were to do that, if you're kind of on the fence and then go in and let's do the 24 hour urine or look at um, some to get a real clear value. So as Andy was saying, like you can have that goal in mind, but that's a, a crude way if you're kind of like, how do I even know of something that you can do? And you can actually, you know, look that up as far as um, the iodine patch test. And, and I believe he, he mentioned there's, there's another, um, there's a dip test, um, that ZRT does that is super interesting. And, uh, and like, like Amber was saying, you know, we need to get a little more educated on, on some of the testing, um, because it, it is something that seems to be very important. And another thing, just as we're on levels and, and, and testing, he talks a lot about checking levels, vitamin D levels. He mentioned in one of our videos this week, um, being between 60 and 80. And cause I think there was a question about, um, you know, can you take too much vitamin D? So, you know, for, for the listeners out there who, who are interested in supplementing, you know, don't be afraid to check your levels and cause there are some, some optimal places that you want to want to be. Uh, anybody else want to add anything before we, we, uh, head out of here? We're, we're running a, a little bit out of time. Um, any, anything else to add guys? We are all good to go. Guys, I, I can't thank you enough for taking the time out today uh, to do the mid-level show. And to the listeners out there, thank you for joining us every single week. This is my favorite show, the mid-level show on Performance Medicine Audio. Uh, we're on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, anywhere a podcast can be found, we are there. Uh, so if you have not subscribed, please do. And a quick ask, if you have not given us a review, that really helps us be found by more people like you. So please uh, write a review, good or bad. Uh, we, we need the feedback. Uh, I've got Olivia here right next to me asking for feedback. So uh, please uh, review and write a review. Uh, write a review and subscribe. Guys, thanks so much. Uh, we'll see each of you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, please share the podcast with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, we will see you guys next time.